morning. It's December 4th, and this is To My Liberal Friends. Last week, the House of Representatives voted to expel Congressman George Santos. Now, this was momentous because other than three members that were expelled when they joined the Confederacy, there had not been another expulsion until 1980 when Democratic Congressman Michael Myers was expelled after being convicted on federal bribery charges, and they were a result of the Abscam scandal. Myers was videotaped accepting a bribe of 50 grand from an undercover FBI agent. On that videotape, Myers was recorded saying that, quote, money talks in this business and bullshit walks, end quote. He's probably right. In 1980, Congressman Jim Traficant was expelled after being convicted on federal bribery charges. Now, I point out that these two most recent incidents of expulsion from the House, because in both cases, the members who were being expelled had been convicted of the crimes they were accused. In the case of George Santos, he has yet to be convicted of the crimes that he's been accused of. Now, I'm not here to defend George Santos. The accusations against him are many, and the evidence is pretty compelling. I'm just pointing out that this might set a dangerous precedent in Congress. Multiple members of Congress who voted against the expulsion cited this very precedent as a reason for their vote. The charges against, like I say, Mr. Santos are many. U.S. Representative George Santos stole the identities of donors to his campaign and then used their credit cards to ring up tens of thousands of dollars in unauthorized charges. He then wired some of the money to his own personal bank account and prosecutors have alleged while using the rest to inflate his campaign coffers. The 23-count indictment filed last Tuesday replaces one filed in May against the New York Republican, charging him with embezzling money from his campaign and lying to Congress about his wealth, and that's among many other multiple offenses. Santos is also accused of falsely reporting to the Federal Election Commission that he had loaned his campaign $500,000 when he actually hadn't given anything and he had less than $8,000 in the bank. He used his fake loan as a way to convince Republican Party officials on Long Island that he was a serious candidate worthy of their financial support. Santos' personal and professional biography as a wealthy businessman began to unravel soon after winning election to represent parts of Long Island and Queens last year. It revealed a tangled web of deceptions. In addition to lying to voters about his distinguished Wall Street background, Jewish heritage, academic and athletic achievements, his real estate holdings and more, Santos accused of carrying out numerous schemes, all were designed to enrich himself and mislead his donors. All of these charges are in the multiple indictments and give those voting to expel a lot of cover. But what would happen if one party got enough, two-thirds of a majority, to simply expel members they did not want to deal with on actual policy members? That would be chaos. Looking back at George Santos, he knew that the votes were there to expel him, and leading up to it, he said if that were the case, he would accept it and exit graciously. It should be noted that in his speech on the floor, he urged voters to allow him to stay until he had a, member to, a chance to defend himself in court, but interestingly, he never denied any of the charges. The evidence was that great, but apparently he's not going to exit as gracefully as he said. After the vote, Santos took the social media and was anything but gracious. He said he would be filing ethics complaints against four members of the delegation. Those members would be Nicole Malatakis from New York, Mike Lotta from New York, and Nick Lalota from New York, all Republicans, and then for Rob Menendez, a Democrat from New Jersey. According to his post, he is alleging campaign finance violations and stock trading habits and other ethics violations. The expulsion of Santos now puts a spotlight on the Democrats in the Senate. Senator Bob Menendez is currently under indictment for accepting bribes from a foreign country, Egypt, and conspiring to act as a foreign agent. According to the indictment, Senator Menendez provided sensitive government information and took other actions to secretly help the government of Egypt. 
His wife, Nadine, has also been indicted along with three other defendants. Now, I did find it amusing that Senator John Fetterman has called for Menendez to resign, is now saying the Senate should expel him. He also said he agreed with the expulsion of Santos because, among other things, he deceived the voters in his district. That's a bit rich, since Senator Fetterman conspired with his campaign to hide the fact that he had suffered a serious stroke or two after the primary vote in Pennsylvania. Certainly, he was deceiving the voters. The bottom line in all of this is George Santos should never have been elected to Congress. I believe he's guilty of many of the charges being levied against him, but also agrees that the House is setting a dangerous precedent in expelling him before he's been convicted of a crime. The House just slapped the hand of Congressman Jamal Bowman for pulling a fire alarm and attempted to delay a vote. You and I pulled that fire alarm, we're arrested and we're in jail. And that little stunt could have caused major problems to people who thought there might be a real fire. So back to the Senate, the Democrats will now have to confront how they intend to handle Bob Menendez. You can bet the pressure's on. If Santos is expelled before a conviction, then so should Menendez. And as I said, his crimes are far more injurious to the nation than Santos. This has been To My Liberal Friends. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, hit the subscribe button or recommend it to your friends.